Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Hey, welcome to the last episode of Noggy Talk and the last episode of Boggy Talk for 2023. Oh, you scared me for a minute. Woo, I thought ever, you were quitting. We're signing off now. Your resignation. It is the last episode. It's the last time. So yeah, and it's Christmas. It's happening. And uh, yeah, man. You think been, people's lives will be ruined if this were the last Boggy Talk ever? I think there'd be a few sad people. Like the Truman Show. Did you ever see that? When I it did got see canceled? Yeah, and people were like, I mean, oh, not like in real life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think there'd be some people who'd think, I never got my Boggy Talk swag. Uh, I never, I never, I missed the opportunity. Neither to did a, we be a boggy talk sponsor. We need like a, like a funny boggy talk shirt. Yeah. Like, you know, um, mm. not with our faces on it or anything. You know, we were, but... inter- we were interviewing, um, uh, Juan Kwok, who is going to be a church that we're going to start supporting next year. Sweet. Praise the Lord. We'll share more about that. Yeah. And he, when he, he was like, uh, our team, our church planning team was like talking to him. He was talking about how he's kind of been following Bayshore and listening to some sermons and a very entertaining podcast. Oh, funny. He said. I was like, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, thanks, Juan. Shout out. So New York City <laughs> yeah. is listening. Oh, man. You Where? think New York is a Bitcoin entertainment? The seller that, that's right. That is, man. It's it's Seller, happening here basement? on the boggy. We don't have sellers, do we? We're just kind what of. What is the seller? I call it, the sellers like underground, like uh, where you keep your wine. And that, we're Baptists, no. so that's definitely. <laughs> Bro, that's not the only kind of seller there is. <laughs> that's Prison seller. That's a sell. Prison cell. Oh yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's December. You've been hitting the knocky it's December. <laughs> it's December nineteenth, bro. Oh, it's so my funny. brain. And uh, someone told me they they were listening. Like you really haven't had like real eggnog. I was like, not. No, I've ever just eggnog. Like I was like, no, no, just like eggnog. And they were gonna bring me some, but they haven't with delivered the on those goods. So no, just regular, just mm. eggnog. I guess oh, you okay. buy them off okay. the shelf in Publix. But uh, it's not good. Yeah. People I love it though. I, Nate, to me, my I'm son a, Nate chugs it. It just seems like it's so thick. Yeah, like mm. I just give me coffee, give me water. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. But yeah. uh, yeah. Speaking of like New York City, I do look uh, like on our, our podcast feed, and there are people who listen to Boggy Talk in other countries, which just kind of cracks me up too. I'm like, oh, hey, look, mm. there you go. So shout out. I hope hope you're having a, a great international. S- say all their thing. hello and all their languages. I, I, Merry I, Christmas. I can, <laughs> Feliz Navidad. I could sing. Uh, there's an old Christian song called "Love in Any Language," and I can sing that for you. Uh, Je t'aime, te amo, like, and it's an old saying. There's some people listening who know this song I because they no grew up in church. Because it's Sandy Patty, and some of y'all wow. know what I'm talking about because you grew up as an '80s '90s child in the church and you heard it. My Not wife me. can sing you every word of that song. I think I like. My oldest song, Testified Love. <laughs> yeah, you know? Avalon, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's Listen, probably like the first. Love in Any that? Language 90s? was like every kid's choir had to sing it. Yeah, that was uh, late 90s. Okay, Yeah, okay. late 90s, so. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, there you mm. go. There's there's a, there's enough quick-witted banter for, <laughs> mm. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, so today we're wrapping it up with this conversation about Christmas, and today we're just talking about the good, the bad, and the ugly of Christmas. And that's mm-hmm. kind of a broad term, and we're just going to talk about some broad things. Uh, the good, uh, all the food, bad, some of the food that people bring to potlucks, and the ugly. Uh, How some of their food dishes look. That was <laughs> the right. most superficial Christmas uh, explanation. <laughs> the good is the food, the uh, bad is the bad food, and the uh, ugly is whatever. Yeah, exactly. What's the good of Christmas? Come on, Justin. The good of Christmas is that Jesus, Jesus. Emmanuel, God with us. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. the the peace, the light in the darkness, the word made flesh. You read John 1, Merry Christmas. Philippians um, 2, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, he it's just, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing. Yes, and I think that's been a theme, um, you know, in our, in the Advent book that uh, we, or devotional book that we put out this 
this year, a lot of life group leaders just wrote about that theme, about Jesus being the hope, peace. Those, those are the themes of Advent, but just the, the, what his presence means. Um, and I think sometimes we just, the, the, the gravity and reality of the fact that Jesus is Emmanuel, God with us, uh, is we've, we just yeah, sure sometimes don't grasp all that. So anyway, I just would say, yeah, Jesus, this presence, celebration of his life, the celebration of the miracle of his yeah. birth, the darkness, yeah. the light penetrating the darkness. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, the good. man. Hmm. What else that's is good, good about no, Christmas? I mean, yeah. I mean, God is with us, right? Yeah. Like what a reminder, you know? And I, I think like, of course, life is so much more like than just the reminder of that. But I mean, honestly, the incarnation of Christ, uh, you know, is really what Paul appeals to when we're suffering. He says, mm. you know, how will he not, how will he who did not spare his own son not graciously with him, give us all things. So like the confidence that we have in Christ is by looking back, like, and what he will do and what he promised us in terms of his return and mm. heaven is tied to looking back to his sacrifice. And the truth is, you know, by, and so that's the cross, right? But by looking at the, the birth and the humbleness of the birth, mm. and then the fact that he did persevere and, you know, he did die and he then rose from the grave. Like it just shows the power of God in, in a humble moment. Right? Yeah. And so I just think there's so much like about it. And I think when we really understand the old Testament and what the Israelites were looking for, I think that, you know, and then what Christ was and how, oh man, it makes so much sense from the scriptures. Like it's just, it's just so good about how God's way is just so much better <laughs> yeah. than what we think. Yeah. As you were saying that, I was thinking of the the line in the song, Oh, Holy Night, Long Lay the World in Sin and Error Pining, just thinking about the reality of the darkness of, yeah. of, of, of life, but specifically that first Christmas, you know, right. like as they've been waiting for the Messiah and just a feeling, I, I imagine this hopeful, uh, hopefulness that they, that they had and knowing, but also just so much darkness. And I think that just accentuates what a great miracle the incarnation yeah, right, is that, right. um, the, the truth and reality that Jesus came uh, into this world uh, you know, clothed himself in humanity, mm -hmm. that he uh, became sin, who mm -hmm. knew no sins, that we could become his righteousness, the Second Corinthians 5. The fact that that he didn't just leave us, like God isn't just out there, like at a distance, from yeah, a distance, right. you know, watching and observing, nice but he came, he came into this world. Uh, and that is the good, that is the hope of Christmas. And I think we can rejoice and and just take heart and have great joy because no matter how dark we are you know the circumstances may be no matter how uh dark the the, the world may seem right mm -hmm. now you know mm -hmm. in, in terms of what's going on all around the world Jesus came mm -hmm. because of that and he came for that and he came to ransom redeem and the Roman Empire couldn't stop him, and the failures of the Israelites couldn't stop him. So, you know, no power and no failure of yours mm. can stop God doing what he wants to do, you know. And, and so we just praise God for that. And, mm. you know, I mean, I think I think that Christmas time is just, you know, it's rich. Uh, I think we talked about this last week or two weeks ago, kind of in a negative light, how mm. the world slows down and, and it etches mm. things in our memory. But, you know, also like, man, just what a sweet time. I mean, I feel like December 24th for us, like, you know, Christmas Eve is kind of like this. It's like the year's ending, right? Yeah. Like, and, um, 
you know, and it just kind of almost all leads up to that, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And for us, it's like a look back on how faithful he's been that year and anticipation, you know, of, of what is to come. Because even if there's been death that year, even if there's, you know, physical, literal death or just figurative death, like there's life in Christ. And yeah, I've almost come to start liking Christmas Eve more than Easter, man. And I don't know if that's because I'm getting old. <laughs> You're getting old and sentimental. Sentimental, yeah. yeah but it's it just is. sweet. It's just yeah. a, it's, there's a sweetness. Like there's, I feel like there's just like, in Easter, there's there's power yeah. and there's like yeah. triumph, uh-huh. and and there is that element of Christmas as well. But it's just the f- I think because Christmas Eve just reminds us that he yeah. that he came, and you, you gather know? with people you love, you know, and <sighs> it, it's just it's sweet, you know. And and I would say that like I feel like, and we're gonna I guess maybe this could transition to the bad. Like I feel like families that don't like, and I'm not saying you have to go to church on Christmas Eve or anything, but like aren't intentional about like making that the focus of Christmas, mm. I really do think they're missing out. You yeah. Know? And, and I think kind of transition to bad. I think the bad is the constant cultural shift to make it about um, bigger and better and yeah. newer and instead of um, humble and mm-hmm. faithful and uh, the, the stillness of the night, you know? Yeah. And ultimately that just leads us to a place where we arrive at Christmas kind of run down and burn out and just kind of like, all right, it's just the next mm-hmm. thing. Uh, all right, let's pack it up and go on to New Year's. And and, and rather mm-hmm. than sitting in it and, and resting and truly enjoying the peace on mm-hmm. earth, you know, I think um, that's a great point. And uh, what we don't with the bad is just that our pri- uh, the bad is really us, <laughs> the sin in our hearts that like distorts what Christmas is meant to be and uh, just makes it uh, something that I think God doesn't want it to be necessarily this, this, this season of just raggedness or just misplaced priorities. Um, Did your uh, dad used to call your mom Raggedy Ann? No. Whenever she, uh, whenever she <laughs> no was tired way. around Christmas Eve? No way. Okay. He's way wiser than that. Raggedness, you that, know. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But I think we've just got to, it's, you know, and this just happens, you know, it's our, our hearts are fleshly, you know, I think they are our kids, you know, like we have to, like our kids don't just naturally like, Oh, we can't, they want, they want presents, you know, like, and they're not necessarily being selfish for enjoying gifts. Like they can be selfish. And so mm-hmm. can I. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we don't like really push that, if we don't really just constantly push mm-hmm. into and lean into, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the sacredness of, of Christmas, we will, find ourselves celebrating Christmas just like everyone else. Yeah, that's um, right. And I think that would be a good question to ask you, your you, your own self, your your own self. Ask yourself, ask your own self. Uh ask your your family like does our Christmas celebration like look any different from people that we know who don't mm. know Jesus? Mm. Mm. Um good. yeah, just ask that question. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the ugly uh well I mean, the ugly again is our sin in yeah, it, and, yeah. and the weariness of it. And I would add to this. I mean, part of the ugly part of Christmas. Maybe this is bad. Maybe it's not ugly. Is it's just it is hard for a lot of people because of circumstances, because of loss, because of not just not just grief or loss of a loved one, but a loss of a relationship or just mm. a grieving that things aren't the way that we want them to be. Yeah, and then dis- again, that takes us back to the good. That that's why Jesus came. Yeah, disappointment stems from expectation. Mm-hmm. And so I think like if we have these unrealistic expectations or even these expectations that aren't necessarily like, um, <laughs> you know, 
foundational uh, and those expectations aren't met, like, you know, there's a temptation to be disappointed. And I think, I think again, you know, I think Christ meets us there. There are, as I look back on the year, there are disappointments, you know, that from mm-hmm. uh, what I expected. And, and, and I think, you know, the scripture tells us, not, I think the scripture does tell us <laughs> that love hopes all things. So like, you know, I, I think sometimes we should expect you know, like things not to be great and we have a hope that they could be. And that really is what Christmas is about, right? Like love hopes all things. And so it's this hope, it's not expectations, it's hope, you know? Mm. And so, uh, and Christ exceeds our expectations, but if our expectations are fleshly and earthly, uh, then he's not going to match those expectations. And I think there's so much to be gleaned uh, from that. You know, and I would just ultimately say the ugly, you know, the ugly is where a Christian says, Hey, the light is in me. The light of the world is to shine. And so, mm. you know, I, I want to shine the light in and on the ugly. Yeah. You know, I mean, not in a not in a vindictive way, but like, hey, my presence here is going to expose that. And mm. so how can I change that? And, you know, I mean, a lot of people have challenges with their family conversations and yeah. dynamics and all that. I We don't, you know, my family that gets together, there's not all that, you know, mm-hmm political discussion and drama. So I don't, I don't fully, uh, get all that. Um, also I often just keep my mouth shut, believe it or not, even though I have a podcast dedicated to the fact that I want to know my mouth shut. Um, and so, you know, yeah, I agree. You just like, you just have to, I got too many kids I'm chasing. There's, there's there's plenty of other drama. (laughs) There's plenty of other drama happening. Yeah. Yeah. I just say all that. Like you said, it all, all the ugly just gives us a chance to go back to what's good. And that's Jesus. Jesus yeah. is present with us yeah. uh, in all of it. So, yeah, yeah. yeah well, um, there that's it is. Good. That's Christmas, probably good, bad, good, bad and, and ugly. ugly. So yeah, yeah. Uh, a couple of questions. We're going to start off uh, a, a Christmas question. Does the Ross family have uh, any, like, fun uh, Christmas traditions or just no. are, are quirks or you have any idiosyncrasies we around Christmas? We, d- we don't do that. Peppermint thing. Oh, come do, on. So. Peppermint yeah, hunt yeah, is fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My kids will fight you over that. No, I'm just kidding. They'll yeah, fight each other over yeah. peppermints. No, but. I mean, again, come home from Christmas Eve. Christy does like a appetizers on Christmas mm-hmm. Eve. That's a thing. And then um, my parents come a day or two before Christmas, and they're here Christmas Day. And then her parent they leave, and then her parents come in town. Because, uh, you know, we have Christmas Eve and mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I should be there as the pastor of our church. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, we've kind of said, Hey, y'all got to come here for Christmas. We'll, we'll, we'll do Thanksgiving maybe differently, but, uh, so, so we're here. Uh, so we do Christmas Eve here. Um, and again, on Christmas morning, we are very deliberate, like, Hey, we're going to read Luke two in the morning. Um, and this year we started cause kids want to buy each other presents. They draw each other's names. Yeah. Uh, I, I, man, nothing, nothing, nothing yeah. peculiar, yeah. you know? decorating. I mean, normal stuff. You guys, besides the peppermint hunt? Yeah, we do the peppermint hunt on Christmas Eve. And then, uh, you know, we have our traditional foods that we'll eat for Christmas. Like we'll do a Christmas lasagna. And then for breakfast. Christmas lasagna. We do. That's usually our Christmas Eve. That's our Christmas Eve meal. But this year we're having to do it on Saturday since we'll be here pretty much all day on Christmas Eve. So we We do breakfast casserole and cinnamon rolls. Yeah, exactly. And then when it comes, we kind of, we read the Christmas story, but then when it comes to presents, I like I make our kids open their presents like one at a time. Me too. Because Me too. come on, yeah. Me too. I'm like I just want to see them enjoy it. I spent so much money. <laughs> I don't want this to be 15 seconds long. And I remember like when our kids were young, and we would go to like 
uh, our parents' house, like my parents and Christy's parents, like the kids, I mean, and it's their house. They can do what they want. Yeah. So it's fine. But they, they, the kids would just, it was a free for all. And I'm like, I have no idea what just happened and where the, and you know, what just happened with the kids, mm-hmm. where they got in. And mm-hmm. I just like, I just mm-hmm. want to watch y'all enjoy it. And it kind of drives my kids crazy. But now that some of them are older, they actually like it too. And they do mm-hmm. the same thing. We, they all draw a name and buy a present for each other. And that's typically what we'll do on Christmas Eve too, is they do those presents on Christmas Eve. Okay. Because they okay. want to do something. I, I should, Christy does Christmas Eve pajamas. We do too. Them, we always give them pajamas. Man. And then, but that's, we do it on Christmas Basic Eve. Basic white families. That's right. <laughs> basic white families. We and saw then, this on Pinterest. Hey, and I would say also. I don't I, know that we're basic white families when we have no, eight people no, in our houses. No, no, no. Yeah. And some of ours is a white. Yeah, so, some of yours aren't um, white. So but I would say very. one, a new tradition that Christy and I have is that when it comes to holidays, because of you know, we've, we've learned, we've set ourselves up for failure by having expectations. Mm-hmm. And we literally come try very intentionally to come into the holiday, the day with no expectations. And then what we found is that we are so much more free to really enjoy it. Because in my mind, I just thought my, my family was going to be that family that everyone was so nice to. And our kids just never fought and you know I was gonna and it's just not real and somebody's gonna be upset about and we're just we're just embrace it and roll with it and God has met us in those uh, moments where we just mm-hmm. say, hey, we got no expectations other than we mm-hmm. we want to honor Jesus in this. So, all right. Yeah, we are, there's not too much fighting. The fighting happens when I do rank our kids in behavior <laughs> order and I give them present spending based on that. No, I'm oh, just yeah. kidding. That's I made right. that up. You are number one Don't this do year, that. So yeah, yeah. Tally marks. Okay. Uh, we did have a more serious question. Okay. Um, uh, why? No, Sorry. Sorry, softball question, then serious question. Why don't we do more Christmas music, Justin? Oh, that's a great question. So it's from uh, me. You will know. <laughs> you will kidding. notice uh, if, which I would say, if you come to church every Sunday uh, in December, uh, you'll notice. And if you don't, then you won't notice. But uh, so I'm talking to uh, you know Most the, of you. those who come every Sunday. <laughs> yeah, you'll yeah. notice that every week we do a little bit more, uh, and it leads up to Christmas Eve. Uh, it's well, like a I build mean, up. So. Every worship pastor, every church has a different way of handling this. A lot of times it's flip the switch to December. We only do Christmas music. Really? Um, some do that. Okay. Yeah. And okay. I think, um, and then some, I actually, you know, some worship leader groups, they're like, we don't do any Christmas music wow. until Christmas Eve. And I was okay. like, ooh, that, that would be challenging. I guess they don't um, decorate either, though. Yeah, I guess, right, yeah, I'm yeah. sure. You know, whatever they do, maybe they deck the halls on Christmas Eve and do a whole hanging of the greens. I don't know. So there's different philosophies, and here's what I think. I like to build up to it. Uh, this is more just preference. Uh, there's some churches who, you know, do it all the month. Great. Uh, you know, this church tradition, you know, in years past did the singing Christmas tree, and that was a big event. And 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 just for the record, that ended before I was here. Mm-hmm. Just Before you know, I was here, too. Dennis just Brown, for who led He this, ended it. Led the, he ended it. So, and Leah would back me up on yeah, this. Right. Uh, uh, and so I wasn't my doing. And so some churches do big productions. We haven't, and that's not that they're bad or wrong. It's just, you know, it's just a, right now, a, a philosophy, it's kind of a decision we've made as far as the intensity of ministry uh, for our church and the things we're involved in and growth and all these mm-hmm. things. So um, yeah, they know, have merit. I'm, I'm thinking about writing something about this. So you hear it first. You know, I was thinking the other day, and I'm not hating on like the big productions. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's some churches that do just huge productions yeah. and Christmas concerts and all that stuff. And again, I get it. I'm not anti it. I, I probably would enjoy it. But I was thinking like about how many churches in America, you know, are are, are small. I mean, are, are below 100, you know, and and they could never do anything like that, right? Um, I mean, some of them try and it's just really not that good. But, you know, that's okay. <laughs> um but they're gathering together on Christmas Eve, 
yeah. celebrating the birth of Christ, maybe doing candles, communion together, or just opening scripture and just like, that's really what happened, right? It wasn't mm-hmm. this big grand yeah. entrance. Yeah. It was a manger. Yeah. Humble circumstances, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and I just think, I know that we like really get caught up in the grandeur of, yeah. of worship and production mm-hmm. and all that. And again, I'm it's, not, it's not bad. It's Cause just... it does help us like think about the glory of God in heaven. And so mm-hmm. there's a, you know, heaven's going to be huge choir. Right. And mm-hmm. we're going to be dancing and singing in oh, like Baptist churches. And so, but just that's Christmas, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I just, I would just encourage, I know we do have some pastors who listen, you know, like, and people from smaller churches, you know, too, like, and we don't do a big production, I don't think, but like, mm-hmm. God's there. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Just it's, lead in worship. Yeah, I think that's yeah. the thing is like you want to, we were trying to design these services to, to, you know, eight, Christmas could be an easy time in church to just play upon the sentimental and uh, not really engage. And, and I think we really try to, to not do that, to really engage in worship. And, and, you know, we are, yeah. you know, this coming Sunday, I think almost every song is a Christmas song or has some Christmas mm, bent to it, you know, uh, but even some of the worship songs we sing, sing are, are Christmas songs because they talk about the, the incarnation. They talk about his birth. They're, modern. So uh, there you go. Um, I love it, but that's yeah. that's why. So, all right. All right. Here's the serious question. All right. Is faith a work? Ooh, that's a good question. question. So that is a v- v- long answer. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to get into uh, There's right? like, there's seminary classes like devoted to that question, like not like the session, but like the whole semester. There's YouTube channels devoted <laughs> to that. But yeah, yeah it, it is a, and you could, yeah, you're right. You could do a whole lot of talking about it. So I would just say my simple answer is faith is a trust in the work of Christ. Mm. And so, you know, because you'd be like, well, if if we're not saved, by, if we're saved by faith, you know, not works, but isn't faith a work? I would say, no, faith is just realizing I can't work to get to heaven. Mm. And Christ did the work for me. Yeah. And so I, I understand you might start arguing, well, isn't that a little bit of faith if you have the faith? I don't think so, you know, yeah. and I, and I think I think um, that's how I would simply look at it. Yeah, I mean, I think Ephesians two. Simply again, I'm not saying nine, there's a more yeah, to be said. It says you've been saved by grace through faith, not of works, so no one can boast. So how are we saved by faith? And if it's not by works, then faith can't be a work. Right, so there's yeah, the logic yeah. of right. it, you know. Yes, and, and then you can like delve into the semantics of it and the the who and the when and the how and. And, you know, Christians have debated that for a long time and still will. And here's what we know. We're saved by the blood of Jesus, you know. And there's nothing to boast in. Like, I literally, like, how can I, if if I have faith, you know, like, how can I boast in that? Like, my faith is just in the fact that I could do nothing and Jesus (laughs) did everything everything for me. So even if I'm the one who has faith and... Mm -hmm. That's still not a room for boasting, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's good. I think beyond that, it gets into nuance and yeah, this chair is honestly. holding me up because yeah. I had faith in the chair holding me up, but I'm not holding myself up at all. <laughs> exactly. Right? Like, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Actually, all right. it's a high chair, so I am a little bit because high chairs you gotta you know yeah, you know like things. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, anyway. lift up. That all ain't right. what with Jesus. 
No. Okay. Game. All right. Let's let's game time, baby. So back by popular demand. Oh, one is... person said we should do this again. <laughs> oh, great. We're playing Family Feud. Oh, because I killed it last time. I actually had five categories, but that might take too long. But I do have some bonus ones if we have time. So okay, and trying to keep this about ten minutes or so. So I have three different categories. So if you remember, a survey of a hundred people were done, and uh, you have to try and answer to get all the things on the survey mm-hmm. without getting three guesses wrong. Yeah. So and where were these surveys conducted? Because that know. affects I my answer. No, I have no clue. You know, because people I answer no questions regionally and differently. And all right, general knowledge. All right, probably general women, knowledge. All right, by and large, because it's they're on the internet. Oh. Um, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know. No, I mean just like it's like you know uh, Pinterest know stuff. Okay, so. there you go. Surveys. Uh, all right. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> there's only three answers Woo, given. Makes it tough. Who is the most popular person associated with Christmas? Jesus is the second I knew it was going to be number 2 popular answer. I knew it was going to be number 2 24% of people said Jesus Oh and then the next Santa Claus Santa Claus is the number 1 answer I with couldn't 74% say, so, so truth be told if I was on Family Feud I would have said Santa Claus first because I want to win and get control of the play. What does it profit a man to gain the whole world but forfeit his soul, Justin? But but then I would have been like, but the real reason is Jesus. And then they would have given me credit for number two. All right, so after that, popular characters. uh, Popular person. Person, popular person. Okay. Um, And obviously that's 98%. This person only got 2%. I'm thinking of what's well-known. I'm going to go with the Grinch. Oh, uh, next guest, Frosty the Snowman. Man, person, they're not. The oh. Grinch isn't real. Oh, these are well. <laughs> Santa's real. Okay, he's okay. Jesus yes, is children. real. Justin. Yes, children listening. Santa is real. Oh, <laughs> 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 oh man. Oh, because so these are not cartoon characters or book characters. <laughs> These are not cartoon characters okay. or book characters. Uh, so you still so get an X So it's the not Grinch. the little drummer boy. Uh, let's see. What? Mary. Yes, okay. Mary. Right. There we go. The Catholics. Yes, there you go. 2%. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, uh, 2% of joke. them thought of it. Okay. Right, I'm stopping myself. Okay, that's for the best. That's okay. funny. Hey. All right. Name something that is on every mom's Christmas Wish list. There are seven answers here. Oh, uh, coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, I guess so. All right. Oh man, mom. Uh, clothes. Clothes is okay. the number six answer with eight percent. Wait, right? Or is that six? Six percent. Sorry. My lack of knowledge of this is just proof that Christy White is not the typical woman. Okay. Uh, uh, jewelry. Jewelry is the number seven oh, answer. Oh, really? It's not higher. Okay. Uh, with five percent. Uh, every mom's list yes. of like a break. They want a break, like vacation time or like time out away. Does that count? Is that, uh, can you I'm, can't wrap that up. I'm gonna give you sleep slash nap. Okay, there two. you go. You know, they just want a little I'm rest. Give you a that. Rest. Okay. What you said was broad. There might be other things on this category that fit that. So okay. Um, they want uh perfume. <laughs> Christy's uh, never, she's never asked for perfume. Uh, <laughs> if I give right. her perfume, she'd be like, So well, right I- now we have the number two answer, the number six and number seven. You're missing the number one, three, four, and five. Um, time with her children. No way. Just kidding. Uh, uh, you know what? 
No. Is it? Okay. All right. All right. Um, so you're out. You lost. Oh, man. A book. Uh, so the number five answer was a family photo. Okay. That's, that's, that's time with your children. No, it's not. That was 8%. <laughs> you have to be together for that. The number four was a gift card. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Just give me a gift card. Just, yeah. Mom, it's not necessarily from their husband. I think you were yeah, thinking from their I husband. I was thinking like what I got to buy. Number three was a spa day. Okay. So you said time away, but I gave you sleep now. Yeah. And number one's babysitting. Babysitting. Which that's, also might That's be. like a break. I said break from well, your I can't kid. give you all four. <laughs> Can I get one, two, and three? <laughs> yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> okay. Um, we're going I'm really fast, surprised so not... that like, since this was like, they were just like, wine. I need wine time. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, that's yeah like, I, yeah, but... I, I it was Christian women. There you go. Sorry, it was Southern Baptist Christian women. <laughs> Sorry, it was Southern Baptist Christian women being asked around to other Southern right. Baptist Christian women. <laughs> oh. All right, here's a fun one. There's eight answers here. Ooh. Name a place that's open on Christmas Day. Waffle House. Waffle House is the number four answer. Waffle okay. House or Denny's were together for okay. some reason. <laughs> Denny's. Yeah. Uh, the hospital. The hospital is the number seven answer with oh, 3%. Oh, it's not higher? Nope. Okay, um, the movies, the, the, the movies movie theater. The is the number five answer with 8%. Okay, there's not any other restaurants on this, are there? Uh, because, like, I feel like restaurants is a pretty broad. I can't just say restaurants, so if there is, I have to be specific, and I can't think of any other restaurant open besides a Waffle House that would be on this survey. Um But you're telling me gas stations are open. Gas station is the number two oh, answer okay. with 20 Okay. Um, what else is open? I mean, now like business. You haven't got any wrong yet. That's that's surprising, given yeah, how I, well I did on the previous question. Yes. Uh, um, place that's open. The um, I don't know. I don't go places on Christmas. Uh, fast food restaurants. Number three answer okay. is McDonald's okay. slash fast food restaurants okay. with 19%. Okay. So you're missing I'm missing the one, number one answer. Six and eight. Okay. What else is open? Um, the police station is open. That is open, but it's not oh, on okay. I was going to say, I was going to be really surprised, but it's, I know we're short on time, so I didn't want to just like keep thinking. We're good. We've only been playing uh, the game six minutes. Oh, actually. okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what else is open? Someone else there is saying, say this, and I, I can't hear you. Uh, say it louder <laughs> in your car. Uh, the number one at places so that cheesy. are open. Churches are open on Christmas. They ish are not, and that's what's <laughs> wrong with our world. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm trying Ours to- Ours isn't, by the way, unless no. it's on a Sunday. Um, and then it's only partially open. All right. Open on Christmas. Open on Christmas. You're going to smack yourself. It's not like, I already said hospital. I, my, my you did. First thought is nursing home. I'm not, I'm, that's not my answer. That's an, I'll say that's hospital. All right. It's not. Um, gosh. Oh, and movie theaters, restaurants. Yeah. What are people doing on Christmas and going out? Like, um, I've, I've got no clue. I'm literally drawing a blank right, right now. So, so I'm going to just guess... Um, the park. The park is open. <laughs> it's always open. No okay, idea. I'm going to see if you get these. For the number eight answer, people might have to stay somewhere uh, when they're visiting someone. A hotel. hotel. Oh, yeah, no room in the inn for two. Jesus, but That's there's room right. in the inn for you. That's right. Uh, people might be traveling, and so they might have to go to a, to get on a, Plane. Oh, airport. Airport. Uh, see, I was not thinking on oh, Christmas. Yeah, yeah I mean, I they're know, open. I know, I know they're open. Okay, but... and then the number one answer. What? What? What I'm... if you need to run and get some eggnog? 
or a grocery a, store? Grocery yes, stores grocery aren't store. open on Christmas. What grocery store is open on Christmas? I don't know. Prove it, survey. Walmart? Uh, no, Walmart's I think closed. it is in some places. Yeah, well, it's, just probably, because, it's probably listen, a regional. This is, now, Niceville is it's not closed. open. Yeah. But in big cities, Justin. Yeah. I know you haven't lived in Atlanta in a long time. But even then, it was closed. I guess it's a new day. It's a new... I actually our, think we've kind of corrected our, in a positive way. Our culture has... All right, hey, since we have a little bonus time. Okay, let's do it. All right. I gotta name a popular... Myself. There's five answers here. Name a popular Christmas carol featuring a fictional character. The Grinch. That's uh, that's not a Christmas carol. It's a song, Christmas song. Okay, it's not a carol. You caroling at people's house? <laughs> people would love it. Listen, They'd be like, "Yeah." Listen, there's some people in town. You should go to their house. You're, <laughs> like, you're a mean a one. Sinful uh, stench. So, uh, 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 um, <laughs> uh, that's, uh, hey, uh, you can that pay us a Christmas to go carol? and sing, Mister Grinch. So, yes. Christmas Carol With is a popular. Like, Fictional character, or popular one, they're featuring a fictional character. But like Christmas carols are like the ones that are like true. Uh, well, these aren't Frosty true. the Snowman. Frosty the Snowman is number so two. So the, the Grinch 35. should count if the um, Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Number one. Um, little yeah, little drummer boys. That's number five. All right. Um, beyond that, I'm kind of uh, now I'm stuck. Um, Probably shouldn't I'm have thinking. called him that. We're going to start calling Little Drummer Boy right there. You're not going to get one of these. I'm totally King Wenceslas. Well, yes. Wenceslas. 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 Yeah. When you said that, I was like, it has to be King Wenceslas. I didn't know that was Christmas. I know that song. What are the lyrics to that? I don't know. Jolly. That's the tune you're singing. I'm going to call him Wenzy. Yeah. All right. And number three. Santa Claus? But I said Santa Claus. No, you didn't. Oh, I said, oh, Santa Claus. It's coming to town. Okay, Santa Claus yeah. is coming to town. He yeah. knows when you yeah. are sleeping. That sounds super creepy. Yeah, it is. All right, Santa's last creeper. one. I'm doing this anyway. It's it's our last one. Hey, of the year. People, people can, are, you they're can, tuned in you or tuned go, out. Sorry. You can go do something else if you want. All right. All right, I want you to name one of Santa's reindeers. There were seven answers given, so not all nine were given. Oh, man. Dasher. Hold on. I can name them all. Dasher is number two. Rudolph. 20. Rudolph is, of course, number one with 50. Dancer. Dancer is number three with Prancer. nine. Prancer is number six with, wait, number f- five with. Dasher and Dancer and Prancer. Uh, Wait, wait. Who did you just say? Prancer? Uh, Prancer. Six. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Blitzen. Blitzen is, this is Blixen. Blixen? But I think it's Blitzen, isn't Blitzen. it? Blitzen. I don't Blitzen. know. Dasher I don't know. and Dancer and Prancer. Maybe it depends Vixen. on what region you're from. Blitzen. Okay, you've got the first five. Comet. So you just need six and seven. Comet is not, was what? not. That's one the easiest the, one to remember. Comet. Rudolph's the easiest one to well, remember. Well, besides Rudolph. Comet, Cupid. Cupid is also not on there. What? Donner. Donner's seven. So here, hold on. Here oh, we go. Donner's number six. So here we go. There's one more to name. Okay. Dasher, Dancer, and, and Prancer. So you've got Rudolph at 50, Dasher at 20, Dancer at 9, Blixen or Blitzen at 7, Prancer at 6, and Donner at 4, and you've said Comet and Cupid, and you were wrong. So there's one more. Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, 
Vixen. Vixen. Yeah, that's right. I skipped over that one because I made it Blitzen. Where did these names originate? That, I have Justin. no idea. Someone needs to do a little up. research for a dance. Da, yeah, you know, Dasher and Dancer and Brent. It's, you know, Vixen. It's just weird. Yeah. But but weird do names. Do you recall? You know, the most famous reindeer of yeah. all. Yeah. Rudolph, the, you know, like the whole like out of every shiny nose, like a light. light bulb. Where did that come from? Where did those and, and the fact that every kid knows those any two. reindeer games? Then one, no, no, like what? Oh, like Monopoly. Okay, like what's I, the I've new heard Monopoly? Other people say, you yeah, know, yeah. yeah. What, what are like the new Fortnite. Games? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> we should redo this. Oh man, people, can we please? Let's mad lib it. Let's we should. Okay, we're gonna opinion poll. So give us your best. Give us your best mad lib for. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Make it, update it for Bro, 20, the new year. This is our chance to go viral. There you go. All Somebody's right. Already, I guarantee this is already did it. Yeah. All right. We and, have but, so many million dollar ideas. But it has to be, it's going to be harder because in 2024, there's so many, that's right. There's so I many more people. Them. I have to go back and listen to Boggy <laughs> so Talk to him. But there's so many more people who are, who are easily offended these days that like, you can't make, you have to make this politically correct, but fuck okay. All right. Okay. Go, you do it. Go, go. Oh, no, no, no. Not right now. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, I'm just okay. saying, like, uh, I was just saying, like, we're just viewer submissions. That's what I was saying. That, I mean, we want to do it. We can do it right okay. now. Um, so we're not going to see everybody uh, it, ever. We'll bring, we'll, they we'll, see us, we'll we save don't these see them. messages until next Christmas. But we, um, we're not going to be on Boggy Talk again until Tuesday, January the 9th. Oh, wow. That's such a long break. Because we don't want to come into the office. Yeah, no. Mm, taking Christmas a break. break. That's man. right. Oh, so, much needed. So, because next Tuesday is the 26th, nobody's yeah. going to listen anyway. Mm-mm. And um, it's New Year's and yeah, yeah. all the things. Yeah. So. But that will be a special episode where we talk about the year of 2023. Yes, and looking look back. To. Looking back and looking ahead. And then we'll figure out what we're going to do after that. <laughs> and then we're we making the plan. We haven't looked too far yeah. ahead yet. But hey, so if you've got ideas or topics uh, you'd like for us to discuss. I'm going to do are, this with them right here. I'm going to crumble go. them up. Uh, I will listen to them. <laughs> and then I'll be like, hey, we should talk about this. Somebody okay, said. So yeah, please send them our way. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Thanks <laughs> for an joining idea. us. Uh, Shut up, boys. Shut up. <laughs> Pull the plug. Stop recording. Hey, thanks for tuning in. <laughs> uh, we do hope you have a great Christmas celebration. And uh, send us your questions and ideas. And We'll see you next year. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.